0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the newest installation of The Voice Speaks. I am Olufemi Nathan Oshako, aka The Voice, and I am still in the series of using the Abeka scriptural alphabet as the foundation for what I'm speaking about a little backstory, if this is the first one that you've heard I'm going over the Abeka scriptural alphabet with my children I want them to learn it as I learned it as a child and build a good foundation for them as far as memory verses are concerned I wanted to do more than just memorize them though I wanted to put some teeth with it So i use this in devotional time On a weekly basis with them Right now we are focusing on The letter B And the scripture for that is Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ And thou shalt be saved Coming from Acts 16-31 Faith is the foundation and the key to salvation. If we don't believe, we cannot be saved. None of this walk with Christ works if we do not have faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. But it is not a blind faith. It is a faith that's based on facts, based on what God has done through Christ and what he desires to do. The scripture that I used to expound and add teeth to this earlier today, when I was sitting down with my family and having family devotion was Luke chapter seven. I'm sorry, chapter five verses 17 through 26 Uh, please read them when you have time but it is the scriptural account of the men who carried their lame friend to the place where Jesus was teaching and went through extraordinary measures to get him in front of Jesus because they believed that Jesus could and would heal him. As I was sharing earlier, back in the times that this took place, if you were lame, and we would call that today, physically disabled, if you had any kind of disabilities, it really made life much, much, much more difficult than it would today and especially for men, because if you cannot work you really have no purpose in life now granted in today's society a lot of men ascribe their worth to what they do as well but there was no social security or any other kind of services of that nature back then you had to depend strictly upon the kindness of others to help you um, with whatever it is that you needed. Now, I don't know if this man became lame throughout his life. You know, I don't know if there was a debilitating disease that took place and moved him from being able bodied to being crippled. I don't know if maybe he fell as a child or there was an accident that caused him to uh, not be able to walk anymore. We don't know. It could have been that way from birth. But what we do know is that the man had some friends and he, along with the friends, believed strongly enough that if they got before Jesus, that he could and would be healed. We don't know how far they had to travel to get the man to Jesus. We just know that they carried him. We also don't know how many men there were. We just know that they carried him from wherever he was to where Jesus was speaking and teaching. And it was within a house. They weren't the only ones that wanted to be there. The religious leaders of that city showed up and had a front row seat
1: as well as
0: many many others in the area so many people that they could not get into the building when they arrived people were all in the building probably standing all outside of the building and they couldn't even get close or at least close enough to get in front of jesus so what did these men do they climbed on top of the house brought their lame friend who could not walk up on top of the house tore the roof off the house and found a way to lower him in front of Jesus right in front of Jesus so did they have to tear off the whole roof? probably not did they have to tear off different pieces? probably because they probably tore something to see where he was and then Directed someone else, okay, here, no, move here, move there, okay, now start tearing it up. So, taking off the roof of someone else's house, and I know this had to be distracting for those that were in there because it's not common that someone just comes and takes roofs off of people's homes. So, I'm sure there were people yelling, Hey, you can't do that. What are you doing? All kinds of different things happening. But these men believed. So strongly in the power that Jesus had that they were willing to forsake all of that and and find a way to get past all of that to get their friend in front of Jesus. And the man had enough faith that he would allow these things to take place and allow his friends to lower him before Jesus. He could have fallen. Had he fallen, he probably would have died. We know that in Acts, or I should say we know that uh, there is a account, and I believe it was in Acts, where Paul was teaching and someone was sitting in, uh, in a beam in the rafters of a building and Paul taught so long that the man fell asleep and wound up falling to his death. And by the grace of God and the power inside of Paul, uh, the man was resurrected uh, obviously that power in Jesus but anyway I digress that could happen with the man but the man said look if I have to fall to my death I'll take the risk I believe so much that he can heal me that I'm willing to risk everything to be free than to stay in the state that he was currently in so they did that and and jesus saw the faith of the man and the faith of that man and because of the great faith that they had jesus said your sins are forgiven see he wasn't coming to have his sins forgiven but his faith was so great that he was open to whatever it was that Jesus wanted to do in his life and wanted to do for him and Jesus knew that the most important thing that could happen in this man's life was not being healed so he could go on and and live and work and provide for himself and maybe have a family no all that is good all that's great but that's not the most important thing The most important thing is life everlasting is being cleansed from the stain of sin that darkens the lives of mankind. That's what was most important. And since the man had so much faith, believed so deeply in Jesus, he freed the man not only from his physical limitations but freed him from the spiritual limitations that would keep him bound and keep him out of the presence of God we all as I said in my last installment have a God shaped hole in our soul we were made and fashioned and constructed to have a relationship with God when you look at Adam and Eve in the garden they had access to all of those wonderful things but they also spoke with God on a regular basis it wasn't uncommon for him to come and speak with them and that's the part That's the main reason why Jesus came and died and saved, died to save us. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that whosoever believe on him shall have everlasting life. He wants fellowship with us. He wants a relationship with us. And his love is so great. Just like this man's faith was so great that he will be willing to risk it all, to give up all that he is so that we could be with him. Do you need a life altering change? If you do, I give you, I present to you, Jesus. Have faith in him. Be willing to risk everything, to give up everything because this life will fade. Whatever it is that we get and we have in this life, it's not going to last. We have peaks and valleys all throughout life. Nothing that we have will last, will go past this life outside of a relationship with God. I encourage you have faith great faith believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved alright that is it for today next week I'll continue with this theme and I'll be coming from Acts chapter 18 verses 24 through 26 if you want to read up on it before I present and we'll be talking about the account of apollo's conversion still dealing with faith still dealing with believing on jesus in order to be saved but talking more so about what that belief looks like until next time it's your man the voice and i want you to think about this